I'm Kelly Harrell, author, modern animist, and creator of The Weekly Rune. Solentin Arts is my soul-tending practice, and you're listening to What in the Weird, my podcast in which I talk about runes, animism, soul-tending, and how each of those intersects through sacred activism on my path. The Weekly Rune is out, and if you're not sure what it is, it's a runecast that I've done for years focused on the runic calendar and the current half-month rune. You can find the archive of all of the runecasts on my site, solentinarts.com, and if you're not sure what a half-month is, listen to the early episodes of What in the Weird, or just go read the weekly rune at Solentin Arts. It's explained at the beginning of every runecast. I want to thank all of my Patreon supporters who make the sharing of my rune work through the RuneCast and this podcast possible with their financial support. If you'd like to support the Weekly Rune, you get access to the full RuneCast, no ads, more details on the RuneCast, weekly prompts for engaging the half-month rune in your personal work, and a Galder recording for how to work with the Weekly RuneCast through chanting. You can contribute as little or as much as you'd like, and the rewards scale according to what you'd like to receive. And if you don't want any rewards, you just want to show your support, you're welcome to do that. Go to patreon.com and search for The Weekly Rune. You can also subscribe to the free version of The Weekly Rune by going to soulintentarts.com. And thank you so much for doing that. And y'all... I can't believe this is the 50th episode of What in the Weird. I'm still amazed by how well it's done and how fun it is and how many listeners I've gotten to meet because of it. So many people who are interested in the runes and how they remain relevant to our spiritual growth and paths now. Given that I had zero plans for where it would go, uh, it was just something that I wanted to do and felt like I needed to do because I can't right at the level and irregularity that I used to. I'm just thrilled that it's gotten over 11,000 plays and it holds at 250 listeners per episode. That's thrilling. So thanks for your support and for all the kind things that you've said about the podcast. We're still holding with Perthro as the half-month rune. Though the way the rune cast worked out this week, I want to talk more about the framing runes than about Perthro. I mean, we know all about it, right? Listen to last week's episode, and you can read the rune cast to get the basics on Perthro on my website at solentinarts.com. So let's talk about the most challenging parts of Perthro. That this this is the stuff we can't control, and well, that's it, right? I mean, that that is. The whole challenge of Perthro, the whole insecurity of this rune, when it comes up in a cast or as it comes up seasonally, are the aspects of life that we just can't control. And it just happens that the framing runes for the cast this week exalt the big two things that we can't control. The first one is the past, that's Othala, and the second one is forces of nature, and that's Therosaz. Am I right? I mean, those are the big two for anybody, for any point in your life. So the fact that they both came up this week in an intuitive cast, meaning 
You know, the half-month rune is set, but the two that come up around it are chosen under their particular thematic allocations. The fact that those are the two that came up randomly is pretty huge. Othala tells us we need to look at our ancestors for insight about whatever is at hand. I love an opportunity to talk about ancestral implications of weird. Anytime, get me started. Othala is often interpreted as inheritance, and people start talking about things like estates and wills, which is completely on point. The discussion of death with Othala is even on point. It's just not all of the point. And with this room, we also need to talk about our ancestors, the people who came before us. We also need to look a little bit toward the people who come after us, our descendants. And so there, that, that leaves us in this incredibly empowered point of the present that we've got to kind of figure out what we're doing, how we contribute to becoming an ancestor. And so whenever I talk about ancestors, most people have no idea who they are. Like pretty much beyond great-grandma and grandpa, they have no idea who their ancestors are. They've got some you know, general genealogical perspective and that's it. There's also the fact that most people have ill feelings about the ancestors that they did know. They're not too crazy about them. They were hurt by them. You name it. There's also the component that our ancestors carry a history of oppressing and or being oppressed. There's deeply uncomfortable stuff in our ancestry, and it's uncomfortable with good reason. So, of course, any um, steps that we take into that territory to do healing around it, they're going to be uncomfortable also. And yet, their unhealed shit impacts us. If we don't address their wounds, we can't have the best relationship to our own weird. I mean, this is the kind of work that I do in my soul-tending practice to align folks with their ancestors and to do what healing can be done there. Likewise, Othalus, it's a very clear boundary of what's family and what isn't, what's community and what isn't. We hear that, and to us, you know, modern people, it sounds really insular and simple. Sure, I know who my family is. I know who my people are. But in ancient times, that kind of information kept you alive. It told you how far out you could wander into the woods and remain safe from other clans or remain safe from wilderness creatures. It told us what was Innengarder and Utgarder, which was what was within or beyond your community boundary. And what lay beyond the boundary were the forces of nature, which are Thurisaz. Thurisaz represents uncontrolled change that we can only respond to. It's what's beyond our control that has impacted us in an unexpected and even potentially alarming way. And while Perthro itself doesn't necessarily come with that kind of baggage, it absolutely reminds us that there are such forces in life. There will always be components of life that we can't control and can only respond to. So what is the presence of of both of these ingredients of Perthro signify for us this week. And the, of course, those are aspects of the past and forces of nature. What, what do they mean in this rune cast? 
In short, they mean do the work. Do the ancestral work of looking back and beginning the healing process. If you don't know how to do that, contact me, soulintentarts.com. It means do the work of sharpening your skills to respond to life's challenges, not just react. And that means learn to bring more than instinctive recoil. Do the work to internalize the emotional and mindful responses to meet adversity and remain functional in it and through it. We all know you can learn emotional responses, mindfulness while you're in the midst, but you're not as likely to have internalized it and know to call on it when you need it as you are when you learn it in the quiet time. I said this in the RuneCast, and it bears repeating. These runes, because they're framing the half-month rune, they're, they're not the focus. The half-month is the focus. Othala and Perthro, they don't so much mean that events are coming this week that are challenging. There's no more adversity coming now or less than there ever is. But what they're giving us as the compliments to Perthro is a heads up to get those skills now. Do that work now so that in crunch time we have options. As much as Perthro is the reminder of the unknown, so it is the reminder that within that vastness are infinite options to respond. That's it for this episode. If you have questions or insights about working the runes in season, or you just need a cheerleader, feel free to email me at kelly at solentonarts.com. Or you can call in through the Anchor app, which is how I record What in the Weird. And you can download Anchor on Android or iPhone. Also, check out earlier episodes by downloading them from Google Play or iTunes and all those other platforms for podcasts. If you get a chance, check out Everyday Animism, which I co-host with a couple of other lovely ladies, Brandis Schnabel and Janet Roper, which is also on Anchor. And other podcasts you may enjoy are Around Grandfather Fire, hosted by James Stovall and Sarenth Odinson, and Why Shamanism Now, hosted by Christina Pratt. You can learn more about me and my work by visiting solentonarts.com. And I'm most active on social media at Instagram at Kelly Soul Arts. I'm Kelly, and this has been What in the Weird. Thank you.